Greetings. Welcome to another episode of HeCast, the official podcast of He Changed It. As always, I am Mike Chisholm. As always, I am excited to be hosting uh, another conversation that um, hopefully will will give some good food for thought for the listeners and the viewers out there. Uh, he Changed It is steaming forward. We're so excited about that. We're in the app store now. Um, man, uh, the, the support that we're getting and the, 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 the well wishes that we're getting and uh, the momentum that this company is starting to get is, is ex- exceptional and it's wonderful. And I just love being able to be in a position where I get to hold, host the podcast and uh, be married to the founder, but um, I have to do very little else. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of fun. I, uh, I'm excited to have uh, our guest here tonight and have a conversation with him. I've known Chris Lloyd. Um, you know, it's funny how people, they can kind of be in the background of your life and uh, they can kind of intersect for a while and then maybe move back to the background for a while and then come back into your life. Um, if you were to catalog the years that that has happened with Chris Lloyd and myself, we're going back 20 to 30 years. And, um, you know, our paths have crossed in interesting ways along the way. We've gone through different adventures in life and, and, and learning uh, lessons, very powerful lessons. Chris Lloyd is uh, the founder of In Pursuit. And we're going to talk about that here. We're going to talk exactly about what he and his partners are trying to do. Um, you will see the connection to He Changed It very quickly. And uh, Chris is a hell of a guy. And, and Chris, I've always thought you're a hell of a guy. I still do. And I'm really grateful that you have taken time out of your schedule to be part of the podcast today. How are you, Chris? Oh, I'm doing really well. Doing really well. It's amazing. And I want to say thank you very much for all the kind words. Uh, and uh, definitely want to say uh, what you guys are doing is, is amazing. What uh, you and Candice are doing is, is a good thing. And I'm grateful that you asked me to come on the show because uh, I think it's important uh, with everything that's going on that mental mental health is there. You know, like I put a show on the other day about mental health and, uh, and how people were struggling, like social distancing, you know, yeah. we just call it physical distancing. It's, it's, it's just, just wording, but yeah. you realize that people are so important. We were born to connect with one another, not born to be away from each other. So times like this is hard on top of what's going on before COVID ever existed. So right. I was glad that uh, I could be on a show like this and, and, and talk well, about what's good out there. We live in unprecedented times um, in many, many ways. The pandemic being, of course, you know, one of the ones that are on the forefront and in front of our our, uh, uh, our visual simul- uh, stimulus and, and whatnot. But when you go a couple of layers below the surface, um, the goalposts are changing in other ways, too. And, and, and when we talk about some of the things that... Um, you know, specifically he changes about what men are dealing with. But when you talk about how the goalposts are changing when it comes to how humans interact with each other and the standards that we have for each other, what we're being taught, uh, what we were taught in the past that is no, no longer relevant and how we're having to course correct. Uh, we live in unprecedented times when it comes to that. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, definitely. I, it's so, it's so hard to watch with people are struggling because you know what I do with with my partner him and I are so about building foundation like that's the core of like in pursuit is it's a journey and building off the strong foundation if you don't have the foundation to deal with changes that are going on in your life such as what's going on everywhere in the social dynamic of everyone right now right the 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 lens that you look through life at 
uh, and how you perceive life and how it's, how it's just gone this way. And when something gets in the way, it just like abrupt, like people just froze, freeze in one spot. And you're like, you can see that, that what their tools that they've learned through time isn't really effect is, is not really conducive to going through this very well. Right. You know, because of the str- the struggles that everyone's going through, you look back, back like, well, I didn't get the tools to deal with this socially. I always was able to go this way. And I, it's just really hard to watch people go through this and, and uh, be a part of a, a movement to change something like that in life. You know, and we're just talking about COVID, but this is actually one in other aspects, like you're, you're kind of leading into there. And I was definitely a part of the blind with the head in the, you know, the head in the sand and going along with it, like the sheep, even though I never thought I was a sheep. So, well, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, there was, there was times where we knew each other sort of in the high school years. And then, like I said, uh, went really into the background and then suddenly you and I both found each other working for the same company, uh, in our mid twenties. And, um, and when I, when I remember you at that point, I'm seeing this guy, uh, this big buff guy, uh, who's got a great sense of humor, charismatic, um, you know, uh, attracted a lot of people to him, just really, uh, a really good, funny guy. Um, and I mean, it didn't really go below the layers of that. And I remember when you then moved out and you moved to a different uh, part of the country, uh, I'd heard that you were getting into construction and all that. Um, that guy wasn't the guy who started in pursuit. So I guess the question that I have for you is what exactly is in pursuit and what, um, what prompted you and your partners to, uh, to start it? Well, uh, I do remember all those times. So thank you so much. I had a great time <laughs> getting, you know, with us be working the same business. That was good. We can talk about that another time. I had a great time with you there. Sure. Um, why did I start it? It's so hard because it's so big. The reason why it's so big, it's like, it's to make it really small. I went through a divorce back in when I was in my early thirties, got remarried again, went through another divorce. And was like, man, I'm on the path of repeating. My father's been married a bunch of times. He's been married three, four times, whatnot. Okay. And I was like, this is the path I'm going on. And okay, so, being so, around. So, so I'm going to stop you right there. Um, yep. Okay. You've set the table very well. Tell us what In Pursuit is. Sure. In Pursuit is a life coaching business. So I have a life coach. Uh, my partner is a life coach. And then we have an associate, like we have a, a friend who's linked with us, like a joint venture, and she's got her own life coaching business as well. And we, the three of us work together and stuff. And In Pursuit's a show that we do. We discuss like everyday problems, struggles and stuff, how to work through it. What is In Pursuit when it comes to Troy and myself? We're both coaches, very different, two different style of coaches on both sides. Right. Troy is also a psychotherapist. And what we do is help people get from where they are to where they need to get to. So somebody struggling in like a man, I deal mostly with men and I see women too, but mostly men. Yep. And I will deal with a man and help them get through from where he is and his relationship to where he is in life. I don't do business coaching. I do life coaching. So I okay. help them get from the spot where they are. So they're stuck. Most people are stuck in where they're doing in their life and they're, they can't get through to the next spot and they get around the association they're already in. And they realize that, you know, these people aren't really amplifying my life and nor are they amplifying that group's life either. So they need to make a change. And sometimes just the changes are just the coach. They help you see new a new perspective in their life. You we talk about how people, you talk about how people are stuck. Um, mm-hmm. Do they know that they're stuck? And if they do, do they know what they're stuck in or is part of what you do for people to kind of help identify some of this stuff? Well, so stuck would be most people are, are aware that they're stuck. They just don't want to admit it. 
Okay. okay. I find a lot of people know that they, they are aware. Once you have the conversation, most people like would know that like, I wasn't aware of what I was doing. In my life was wrong because, you know, I had people liking me and want to hang around me. But it was like, when you set back, when we're all driving around the car by ourselves, we can see ourselves going, this is not the life I want. This is not the way I remember saying something at somebody's wedding one time thinking I was funny when, it, but it interrupted the wedding. I had a couple beers and stuff. And this is back years and years ago. Oh, you were that and guy. I, I, no, yeah, yeah. But I was like, then I was like, holy cow. Still to, the, still to this day, until I learned how to let it go, I carried that around going, you know, people might have this perspective okay. of me, even though that's who I was. And I carry those things around myself. We all have those thought processes in ourselves. So you just take that, that, uh, that subject that I was just talking about there and move it into something else. Somebody else struggles in a different area and we carry those things around and we need to learn how to get past shame. I help people get through shame through their own self guilt, self talks, become self-aware, self-reflection and move forward. So I'll create tools with these people so they can move forward in their life because somebody did that for me and it opened my eyes and it was from there on, it became a better father and all these things too. So. I think a lot of us do that. Um, You know, where you you brought up the example of, of, of when you're at the wedding and you, and you said that, and you carried that with you. I mean, how many times do we have a a back, a back sack full of rocks that we're just carrying around us and we're getting, it's getting hard to walk when in reality, if I'm hearing you right, um, there are ways to help empty that backpack and, and, and make it so we don't mm-hmm. have to hold on to that stuff anymore. Um, and we almost create identities sometimes because of the failures or the experiences that we have. You talk about being married um, and, and, and having that. Some people uh, having that collapse, some people, they never get past that, do they? Because of carrying around things um, that happened in the past that they can't do anything about. Mm-hmm. I would definitely agree. So to, to, you said I was married. I was married once to a woman who I dated for five and a half years, married her beautiful person, married her. And it just like four months later, the marriage fell apart because we should never should gotten married in the first place. I was very self-absorbed. We were two, two friends living in one home together. And it was very, it was just unfair to both of us. And she made the choice, which I found later to be liberating for myself because like she freed me of this spot that we both have put us in and there was no blame. Like I forgave her. Like I remember sitting down with a dinner, we went to it for dinner, but five months later mm-hmm. in the separation period, I was just like, you know, I love you. Thank you so much for standing up. Like I know that image was important to her. Self image was important to her. So for her to do that, she did the right step, even though she was worried about judgment, she made the right choice. And it was actually encouraging for me to see that somebody who I thought only his image was important to, to make a statement like that, to stand up. She took a lot of courage to do that. And doing that, she taught me a lot. So I was like, I'm never going to do this again. So I never did that again. I became that open guy. So I got married again, but right. I still didn't do the most important part was work on myself. Right. So I carried that victim mentality that got me into the first marriage and never dealt with anything in the first marriage, go into the second marriage. So, and I carried that same pain into the second marriage. So and carried it in any way. Like we say marriages, I just want one second. Do we carry these things into marriages? We carry this into every single dynamic of relationship with anybody, whether okay. it's an acquaintance or anything else, it's who we are, how we present ourselves. And if we let our ego down and like, I know the ego is there to protect us, but if we let it go for just a moment. And, and take some time to self-reflect where you are and what's going on. You realize that you can move forward if you just let go. And that's where I step in to help people through, you know, like, like sports coaches, like why can't anybody play in the NHL without a coach? They're all about to play and you need someone to help bring it together, hold them accountable. And that's what coaching really is. So, yeah. Um, interesting that, uh, I, I appreciate the fact that you're able to, to look at, um, at your first wife as, as almost an inspiration, like sometimes making that hard choice, um, 
And, and many times the hard choice I've, I find in life, many times the hard choice is usually the right choice. Yeah. And, uh, and she made the right choice. She made the right choice. And, and, I mean, and you're learning to do that too and have learned to do that too in many, many ways and, and mm-hmm. help what you do is you help people um, identify choices like that and help them get through it. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And the best part is, is not to make it about me. Coaching isn't about making about me. It's about seeing where there are, helping them see where their blind spots are right? and then making them aware to their blind spots. Now, in pursuit, I would vet any person who comes to talk to me as a coach. I only take up 12 clients a year. That's it. I don't take any more. It doesn't matter if like, oh, this person wants to give me more money. It doesn't matter. I can only take 12 because I think it owns those people deserve that right amount of time. And I don't need to broaden up with more people. When it comes to like coaching, I would vet my client to make sure that I am the right coach for them and that they are the right client for me. I'm very, I give them an Enneagram on their personality. I give a personality Enneagram exam that they go through and I hand it over to my partner. He looks through it and all this stuff. And I come back as like, this person's going to be better because we don't, we won't, we'll mesh better. We're not going to hit heads. Right. Whereas Mm -hmm. Troy is more of a velvet glove. Right. And okay. he's a little bit softer. I'm more assertive and stuff. Like that. And there's people who need assertive and some people who need a velvet glove. I like assertive. I want somebody to tell me, you know what? Fucking smarten up, smarten up. So I do. Right. You know, it's like, wake up. I had, a, I know this probably, I know we got so much time, but I want to share a quick story. I had a friend of mine. I was going through the divorce with, uh, with my first wife and all my friends like, let's go back to the bar. You know, I was a womanizer. I was a player and stuff like that in my twenties and stuff like that. I was women or something that I didn't uh, respect very much as I didn't respect myself. And my best friend said, why did you marry the, you know, the woman I married? And I said, uh, because I loved her. I wanted to be with her forever. And he's like, okay, so the marriage fell apart. So why is it you want to go around and screw around again now? And I said, well, because you know, I'm alone. Somebody's like, but you didn't like that life. That's why you got married. So why are you repeating it? Association groups are important. Watch right. who's challenging. He was aggressive. He was assertive with him. He was straightforward. My friend's like, ah, man, many fish in the sea. He so, called you on your shit. Exactly. And I appreciate that. And that's the type of coach I am with people where, you know, Troy helps them see in a different way. Right. But again, vetting, you have to see who you're with to, to who you're to work with, to see who you're, who's the right client, who's the right coach. So. No, that's, 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 that's really interesting. And I think that is very important. Um, you know, there, it's so funny how there are certain things and I've been hearing back from, from reactions on the podcast, how, uh, there are certain things that really resonate uh, with, with certain people and others that really resonate with others. And I think at the end of the day, many times when we are, um, looking into a a situation where we're trying to learn, um, the things that, that, that we identify with are the things that we need to work on at the right time. I'm a firm believer that there are no coincidences and, and, um, the right, the right thing will come at the right time if we're looking for it. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's, uh, Quince's is sort of like, I just got a text message today from my sister, but coincidences, coincidences, I can't say the word, uh, coincidences today. Sorry, I can't still say it. So I'll just stop saying it. Um, it's, 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 I totally believe it. Like our, we crossed paths again today and we were talking, it's like, let's do the show tonight. Like I can make time. Let's do it tonight. And yep. that happened. You know, my, the, the woman on my show, she can't make it. And my sister's like, I'm free to do it on Thursday. Would you mind if I do the show with you on Thursday? And so she's doing an excellent show. We're talking diving, diving into anxiety. So I just yeah. can't wait because it's, it's so much courage for my little sister to do that. So, well, and anxiety is at a, 
anxiety is at a, uh, I would say a, a record high as to where things are at. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and unfortunately, sometimes if, if anxiety is a fire, there are things in our life and uh, our culture right now where gasoline gets poured on that fire. I think about social media being a prime one. Um, I know mm-hmm. for me, um, it's funny, the bigger, the, the, the bigger, more successful that you get, or the more public you get, the more haters that come. And I mean, I've, I've, I've had haters. Uh, I've had haters who have thrown out unfair accusations or things that um, are are not true, flat out not true, or taken out of context and things like that. And and when people are willing to stand up and talk about some of these things, and also how they uh, cope with things like anxieties or or some of these events, um, and what they do about it, it inspires others who are going through the same thing quietly, living those quiet lives of desperation. Yeah. I agree. I mean, accusations, I went through a pretty hard time in my life. I, I went through accusations on social media pretty hard from, um, my, uh, my son's mother. Uh, it was pretty hard, like, but I ignored it all. Like I literally ignored everything. It's, you know, it's all off social media. Now it was all taken down. Um, whether they thought they had the right to do it or not, you know, it's hard because it's a form of bullyism that we all have to go through that we shouldn't have to go through that we all go through that we shouldn't have to go through. But, you know, it's so hard when you say that anxiety because what caused anxiety in me, you know, and somebody, and that was at the beginning of the journey of like, I need to make this change. That's, you know, like I, I shared it in a video of mine where I held my son as 15 months old and I, I always get the months wrong. It was like, it was, three months after he was two. So like 15 or a year old. So he's like 15, 14, 15 months old. Sure. I'm holding him. And my son, I am literally tearing up, not full of crying, but tearing up, trying to hold back like a full out breakdown, crying fast to myself. And I'm going, holding him, asking him in my head, telling him, why don't you hold me and hug me? I need you right now. You wow. know, this beginning of codependency that was so unhealthy when I grew up in that my mom broke the chain and I just didn't watch it because my mom broke that chain years later, but I didn't see it. I became my lifestyle, codependency, victimhood, all that stuff that when I did that. And then within three seconds, I don't know how within no time, the anxiety, the panic and stuff that went subsided because I'm no longer going to allow this to happen anymore. And I let my son down went back and played with his toys, you know, within three seconds. Now, none of this stuff was ever said it was all in my head, but the conversation was hours long in three seconds, my brain had this conversation that went on forever. I was like, I'm no longer going to have this do that. And I started looking at self-help books. I started looking at all this stuff with that. So how to deal with, you know, people that are, um, accusing you of stuff like that. Like, you know, you could sit there, I would sit there like, I have the proof. This is all wrong. This isn't true. I have the proof. Right. But somebody really important to me said, you can spend the time giving them all your power by defending yourself all the time or the, or you can let your light be your strength. And so I chose to become that. And, and trust me, I got around the right people and I never once responded to any of that stuff. I didn't get, it didn't take swings at pitches in the dirt. I, yep. you know, every time something negative came out, I came back response of forgiveness and, you know, and love for my son and, and, and for those around. And cause I wanted to inspire people to not go through what I was going through or, how to handle going through what I was going through. It was really tough. And, and, and that's, uh, it's, it's one of those things where sometimes that we ourselves, if, if we feel that higher calling where we want to help people go through stuff, we got to unfortunately 
kind of it's 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 like um it's like in the Shawshank Redemption, you know, Andy Dufresne crawling through that pipe of three mm-hmm. football fields of 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 of, of shit and piss. Freedom shit on the and other piss. side. Yeah. yeah. And um and if you can use that um, experience. And it sounds like that's what you, you really want to do to take that experience and you have the tools to mm-hmm. help people, um, or the, the, the navigation tools to help people navigate through, um, through their issues. That is a commendable thing. Uh, he changed it. Our, our, our entire philosophy is the idea of, uh, being able to take something or to leave something that you know, and take something that you need. Well, there's mm-hmm. a lot of guys out there who know a lot of things and can help um, leave some of those things for the guys who are really hurting and they need to take something. And that's um, at the end of the day, that's what coaching is. That's what um, that's what he changed. It is all about Mm -hmm. for men. Um, You, you mentioned some books earlier. Let's okay. give, uh, if, 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 if I can put you on the spot and we can sure. talk about maybe, uh, I don't remember the authors very well, but I know okay. the book, the book names. Sure. Sure. Um, what, what are some books that have helped you okay, along so, the way? So books that I was reading when I was going through the issue I just described, um, the, the book I read was called walking on eggshells. So uh, yeah, I've read that. Uh, it's, a, it's a phenomenal book. And it Absolutely. helps you. It helps you. The weird part was when I was reading that book, I'm like, man, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. And I kept going, man, I'm the one that the other person should have been walking on eggshells. And you know if, what? There might be if, some truth. There might've been truth to that. If I could jump in on that. So I've read the same book, stop walking on eggshells. Yeah. And it talks about dealing um, from the, from the, and we are, we're victims. When we have someone mm-hmm. in our life who has, um, mental illness in that book, they talk about, uh, specifically about borderline personality disorder, but yeah. that, that is a very, very wide range of behaviors and, and things. And it talks from the perspective of the person, uh, who is dealing with that person, the victim yeah. at the end of the day. And yeah. boy, oh boy, what an eye opening experience when you can say, Holy cow, um, somebody else is living with somebody who treats them this way during these circumstances Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and you think you're alone. You think it's, it's, it's your fault. Sometimes yeah. they make you think it's your fault. That is a phenomenal book. Yeah. I re- highly recommend it. Highly yeah. recommend it. Anybody I would agree with that as well. And it through, and there, I, I had the luxury of meeting somebody, uh, who is associated really close, like really, really close to the person who was, um, that was very, um, aggressive with me and stuff like that yeah. and verbally and stuff like that. And, that person eventually grew away from that, from, from the person I'm talking about. Yep. Sorry. I just don't share names online. No, so no, no, I appreciate no, no. Hope you just totally understand. Everyone has, you know what? In the end, I want anybody who listens. It's like, we all have, we all have the right. We all have our pains, but we don't have a right to drag anybody else through anything else, whether they're their own struggle in their own life. And we don't need to be airing their, their issues, whether it involves you or not. You can talk about your own. Like I share my own, but I don't share anybody else's. So, uh, so this person can go through this with me and stuff. And so I met this person after three years and not talking to them and they had, they had joined in on the slagging of my, of my personality, of, of, my, of my character and stuff. Yeah. Like that. And they apologized. They came up to me and said, sorry. And I saw it's okay. And they realized like, and they let me like, Hey, I know the truth now. And I'm really, really sorry. And I said, it's okay. Like, it's fine. I said, but that person was still hurt by that person who was hurting me because that person hurt me also hurt that person. Now that's all convoluted right now, but I no, went no, to that no. person later. I went to that person later and I said, you know what? You need to forgive because the person who hurt me and you only knows this because that's their defense mechanism. That's what they've been brought into by the way they grew up and the way they grew up was not healthy. And this is what's happened. And you need to forgive, you need to forgive them. 
because I have, and it's, there's no more pain that way. You, you release yourself from your own prison. And that's what that book helps you understand once you can understand where they are. And by the way, when we say it's part you know, personality disorders, we have no right to make a diagnosis. I'm not trained no. to make a diagnosis on anybody, no. but it helps me understand where there's some issues yeah. and we, we go, okay. And then when you learn that, forgive, like we did the whole thing um, about the bullying and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, absolutely. We, I was on yeah. a, an episode of your I, show a few weeks back and we were talking about bullying. Absolutely. But you know what the, the person who bullied me happened to pass away that, that night of my show. Are you it kidding? was absolutely what? amazing. Yeah. Okay. So night. we were on, we were on your show. I was on your show as a guest. Yeah, the we next, the bullying, was bullying. The next, you talked the, about uh, being bullied in, in high school. High school. Yeah. And then, and, so, and it was interesting whoa. is that that night, well, not the one we did, because it was the next week, Cassandra got on the show yeah. and we did the same thing. And then that night that person passed away and it was like, I was like, I know the person didn't watch my show, sure. but I, I was like, it was amazing. Cause I got to put it out there that, you know, I forgave this person and then boom, this person passed his way that night. Like how it was just really weird. Cause I was like, I got to share that it's okay to forgive people yes. because it releases you you help them heal. If you can help, you can forgive, you give them also an, an even greater chance of them healing on what they're doing in their life. That's for them to take it, whether they do or not, but that's that you have an opportunity. They get an easier chance, an easier path. You help, you know, sweep a bit of that path so they, they can walk a little bit easier on that path for their own, their own growth. You give that opportunity, whether they take it or not, it's their choice. So. Well, it's easy, easier said than done sometimes, but the idea that, um, you know, if, if there's a person like, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to my personal situation. If there's a person who is, um, running rough shot on your character, you know, mm -hmm. and they're doing whatever they can with be a malicious gossip or, 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 or saying things that are just simply are not true, uh, things out of context, whatever those might be. And I mean, you know, there's a lot of guys going through that right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're in record numbers. Um, that's, that's happening and, and cancel culture and outrage culture and all of this stuff. If there's a way that you can kind of unplug from the situation and realize that that person is, um, they're not going to change whether or not you forgive them or not. But if you forgive them, you can let things go and you're actually doing it for you. Mm -hmm. You're not doing it for them hundred um, percent because you want to let them off the hook or you want to let them get away with something it has nothing to do with that. They're going about yeah. their daily life, doing their stuff, no matter what. And you're the one that's unfortunately holding on to the effects of those things. If you can let that go, you take away a tremendous amount of their power too. Does that not, is that not true? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, that's, it's, that is the truth. The hard part is when you're in that storm. Yeah. To like, like, excuse me, but the fucking rap, you're like, whoa, this person's beating me up. Like I can't handle it. Like yeah. if you can get around somebody, if you can't do it yourself, I really recommend getting around people aren't going like, yeah, well she said this and I know you can't stand her. And it's like anybody who's to slag the person who was hurting me and stuff, I would say, please stop saying that because that person's hurting themselves. They just don't know how to handle it. You know, right. you want to get around the right association. Uh, and I say that all the time. So what you're sharing there, hundred percent, you're forgiving them. It releases you from that prison on your mind. You wouldn't let a thief, you know, Troy wrote that you wouldn't let a thief break into your house. So why do you let the, why would you let a, a demon run around in your brain all day long? So, right. you know, so like, why would you let that happen? So you have the ability to forgive. And like I said, the, the consequence, consequence isn't always a negative. A consequence of this is that that person has an ability like, hey, 
they hear it, they, they have the opportunity, whether they do, or they have the ability to, whether they take it and run with it, they have the ability to go, Oh my God, they've forgiven me. I can let go of that shame. I don't want to hold on anymore. Like me making that comment in a wedding and stuff. I like no one's ever brought it up. I'm the one who remembers it because I was embarrassed for doing because I felt like an idiot. Yeah. Like it's not me. It's not my personality, but I was just a moron and I did something stupid. I let it go. Like, but I'm talking about the, this is the old me living in my head. Now I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Like I made this comment, but I'm just giving you an example by saying that, but let it go. And it's so hard to let go when you don't have the tools. Right. And you got to get around, like get right. So like I said, association, right. People write books, write stories, stop watching the bachelor for the bachelor's negative at the end. Like I, I stopped watching big brother because I couldn't stand all the drama. My joy in entertainment is somebody else's drama and horrible part. They're crying and upset. Everyone's teasing and picking on. I'm supposed to enjoy this as myself. I'm not judging anybody who watches it. I just chose not to watch it anymore because I'm going, this is ridiculous. I, I'm finding joy in somebody else's pain. Yeah. That's my entertainment. Yes. And then when I stopped watching that, I started making changes in my life because I was the person who would watch the bat or not bachelor, but the, um, big brother. And you can admit to watching the bachelor brother. If I've never watched bachelor the nation. Bachelor. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. But I want to go to that state. Oh, I actually want to go to there. I know that the joke, but you're just making a tease, but I really go there in coaching. The most important thing I teach a man to be is the most powerful thing he can be. And that's vulnerable. And that is what I teach and coach men to do is vulnerable understanding their love language, understanding their sex language, understanding where they're, what they, they attract, what they fear, they sabotage what they need. These are the beginning steps of where I go and I teach them how to work through that and how, you know, crucial tools to, to, you know, learn these things. And it's, uh, it's been, it's been life-changing for me. I, I love it. So, yeah. Well, and at the end of the day, I mean, um, you know, for, for, for guys who are out there that are in a situation where they may not know how to get out of it and, and, and um, they're feeling trapped, um, you are proof positive that, hey, you know what, there is, it does get better. There is, uh, yeah. there is light at the end of that tunnel. And there are tangible tools, which, which I think guys, a lot of guys are really logical in the sense of you give them a tool that they can use a simple tool that they can use that is going to have tangible results in making them feel better. A lot of guys would be very excited about that. Yeah. And um, exactly. it sounds like that's what you, that's what yeah, you do. It's, it's the, not only that, like they get excited about the tools. Cause man, like, I like tools. I'm not going to say every man, but I love tools. But if I was given a finishing hammer to put a finishing nail, which is a little, you know, 12 ounce hammer to put a, put a, a finishing nail. In, great. But if you give me a sledgehammer and that's how I dealt with all my problems and putting finishing nails in, not only is the nail bent over and I can't actually hold it hit with the sledgehammer, I'm breaking the baseboards, everything else like that. Like you yes. just, and that's the problem that men have constantly, and I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm speaking just a man and women have just the same things as men do, sure. but I'm saying men here and that we've, we sledgehammer our problems or we don't bring a tool at all. And it's okay. like, there is so much more in between there that needs to be like, like just absorbed and in gratitude of like this amazing different things that you can learn because it didn't work. I'm proof positive that it wasn't working. I was hurting myself, hurting those around me, not physically, just like emotionally, like, and, or sure. those who love me watching me, like not doing well in my life. So you're, you're hurting those around you love. So you have this ability to make a difference, do it. You, we all got this gift. It's just hard. It's just bring it out. And it's, that's the hard part. People don't see that they have that. I sure didn't for a long time. 
Well, and, and even when you did know that, you know, things were, the train was off the tracks from a mentality standpoint, people around you are looking going, holy cow, here's this young, good looking, big buff guy. Looks like yeah. a pro wrestler. He's got a great personality that makes people laugh yeah. and, uh, and, and had no idea that you were going through uh, what you were going through. So I guess yeah. my, my question on this is how important is it for community? How important is it to, to kind of open up and be vulnerable um, to somebody when you're feeling this way? Okay. So this is a big one. <laughs> I know you've got limited time here, but this is a huge one, Mike, because <laughs> I lived, I lived, well, I did a great, I, I did a show I really loved doing a few months ago. It was on boundaries. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's another thing I teach a coach men on is coach men and women. Like I said, it's not just mentally, but I coach people on is boundaries and people think that boundaries, they either have like this thing, like boundaries are too restricting or boundaries really hurt everybody, or it makes me feel like I'm alone. And it's because people don't understand what boundaries are and boundaries are there for you. So say Mike, you and I are in a discussion right now and I wasn't liking everything you said. And I had told you before, never to talk to me about something. Sure. My boundary is I say to you, Mike, you know what? I've had enough, but thank you so much. I really care about you, but it's time for you to go. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, that's all I'm saying. Like, so people live in the field, what I call the soccer field It's seven in the morning. It just visualizes you get seven in the morning, the whistle goes, you're like, excuse me, stay off my property. You're going around this trying to keep everybody off your property, but you have no fence, nothing, but it's you just verbal diarrhea, your entire life all over everybody. Everyone's your story for everybody to hear. No one's earned a thing. You've just given it away for free. And we all know when we have stuff for free, it has no value. Right. So and then you go the other way and it's like, yeah, well, I'm not going to get hurt by anyone. So fuck you. I got a castle wall. No one's getting in. Yep. Right. And that's where, but you ever know how the pendulum swings back and forth? Well, if you ever just like what's going slow motion, that middle one is a nice home with a nice yard and it's a fence with a gate and it says, you know what, you can come in right now. Oh, by the way, it's 5 PM. It's time for you to go. I want my property back. Thank you very much. You choose who can come in. Not only that, they can look in. I mean, just, it's a little hoiky, hoity toity what I'm talking about, but I'm just like getting people a visual, like you, you are, your boundary is your property. So vulnerability can be the soccer field, but true vulnerability and freedom of of that persecution for other people that you feel like live by, you live by the, um, what is it? I always say live by the, oh, I forgot it right now. I always say it and I've forgotten it. Um, live by the praise of people die by the criticism. Right. So if, right. if you're going to be that, that's, that's the soccer field. Right. But if you can get away and don't worry about them, you're in that yard and you say, Hey, you know what? You can come in and you let people in and you let people out. And by doing that, anybody listen to this by you doing that, you elevate the people around you who mean you mean something to your life because they're going to see like, Hey, that's something I want to be the Chris that you saw at Costco, the Chris that was at the gym, all this stuff. It's so fucking full of shit. Yeah. People believed in that. Yeah. I was fine. I was great. I didn't, I, I always, I've always had a huge heart for people, yep. but I lost that compassion and empathetic way of communicating it when I was hurt as a child. Like I lost it and I've gotten it back and, and it's, I've never, it was, I should say it, I just didn't, ex, it was always there, but I just didn't show it. And now it's back and it's back in full form. Like I was like, I was five years old, six years old. And you know, I started to lose it through problems and, and then, and how I was taught, how I was molded by my, by my parents and, and the association group as a child. So like I want to say, it's like, you want to be free, get in that house and you need, yep. that's where I help people understand what boundaries are. Cause boundaries are beautiful. People think they're limiting. They are not limiting. It's like structure right. creates, has discipline, discipline creates freedom. 
You want to be free. You can't just sit there playing video games all day long. And go, but why, why is there no money? I, uh, this yeah. weekend you, you created this. Yes. Who's done that? You know, this guy right here, I've done that. I, uh, what you're saying, I think is, is, is extremely valuable. Um, you and I could do this as long as, as, as long as we want, you and I are unlimited in, in the ability to, <laughs> to talk about this stuff and whatnot, because we both have a depth of, 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 um, of excitement to help people change and get better. And we ourselves want to change and get better. Um, I really appreciate everything that you have said. Um, and, and, and at the end of the day, yes, you're only bringing on uh, a certain amount of personal people per year, but I know you're working on things like curriculum. I know you're working on other things. You've got the show. If somebody wants to see um, what you guys are doing, where's the best way to find in pursuit? So in pursuit, it's in pursuit global. We're actually just going to, we just finished getting stuff like on Sunday. So everything in the new year is going to be all up and going. So I can't wait okay. to put it out there. we got like your Spotify, iTunes, all stuff going up in the new year. Uh, right now it's just on Facebook right now. Facebook, okay. So on uh, Facebook it's and in pursuit, it's in, in pursuit, pursuit global. Just the two words in pursuit global. Yeah. It's on okay. Facebook. Uh, in pursuit global. I ask everybody to follow that. Uh, they can follow Chris Lloyd. Yeah. I'm um, with in pursuit. Uh, Troy, He's on there as well. Troy Reeves yep. and Cassandra, she's done really well. So like, I'm very lucky. Like Troy is trained underneath John Maxwell. Jay Shetty is trained. Cassandra uh, has Cassandra has been uh, trained under Jay Shetty and she was like, was the highest person in his, uh, in his class this last year and stuff. Like that. So yep. she's done, she's done amazing. She's just blowing up and it's, it's, it's great to watch, you know, there's no, it was great. Cause like, there's no jealousy. I mean, like everything, you know, it's just, it's, it's amazing. It's so much fun. Well, people have said that to, to, to my wife and her team about building, he changed it. It's um, I think that people don't underestimate the, the, the uh, expanse of the, of the problem of, of, of the issue that's I, out there. There's enough room for everybody because at the end of the day, we just want to link arms to help other people and, uh, and um, water flows and it flows where it's supposed to. And there is yeah. a torrent of, of, of need in yeah. these areas. And uh, as you well know, and as, as we well know, we're all building companies around, um, around this issue and helping people. Um, you know what, when this, uh, when this broadcast goes up, um, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to love if we can kind of hang out in the heat changed in the heat cast, uh, uh, area. That's where I'm going to be spending all my time or I'm spending all my time, uh, when it comes to online presence. I would love to have you in there for maybe some questions and things like sure. that. Love to have you again on the podcast. We're going to have Troy on. I've been talking, I've been in touch with Troy yeah, as well. He's got an interesting story too, with his uh, military background. And also, like you say, psychotherapist. Um, I'm really excited for you, Chris. I'm really Thanks, excited man. that you are filling your bucket, filling your cup with the things that, uh, that drive you and make you excited. I'm proud of you. Um, I'm, I'm grateful that you're able to admit that, Hey, here's a guy who from the outside, people think, Oh, he's got it all going on. And, and you're, you are vulnerable enough to say, no, you know no, what? Definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. And, and you've been through some stuff too. And, and no. what you have gone through uh, will help others go through uh, similar things and with less pain and less baggage, maybe, maybe you've kind of tra uh, trailblazed a little bit. So Thank yeah. you very much for I appreciate taking time it, out of your day to be here, buddy. I, I love it. And thank you so much for what you guys have done. You guys are doing a great thing here, man. So keep it up. And I can't wait to see Candace on the show. I'm going to have her come on my show. I hope so. 
Yeah, none of it's me. All I get to do is host the podcast. It's all it's all my wife and her team. Yeah, but I will uh, I will I will definitely pass that along. She'll be on your show soon. In Pursuit yep. Global on Facebook. This is Chris Lloyd. Um, my name is Mike Chisholm. Once again, uh, buckets of gratefulness, of cheerful gratefulness, being. Uh, flung all over all of our listeners and uh, and viewers. Thank you so much for helping to move. He changed it forward. Um, we want to make the world a better place. We want to change the definition of the word "man up." Let's all man up together and uh, and move forward. For he uh, for he cast the official podcast of he changed it. My name is Mike Chisholm. We will see you next time. <laughs>